to the Fit and Free with AIM podcast. I'm your host, Amy Louise. By listening to this podcast, you'll gain clarity and apply now principles in relation to training, nutrition, and mindset, all designed to help you build a strong and lean physique and show up as your best self at the same time. If you're a woman who struggles with excessive behaviors when it comes to training and nutrition and think of yourself as a perfectionist, I hear you, I see you, I was you, and I know that you're in exactly the right place to turn that ship around and build a body you love inside and out. So let's go. Laughing very hard at the setup for this podcast, and I know most of you listen to it, so you all have no idea what I'm talking about. But for those of you who do watch it on YouTube, I'm actually currently recording this in my bedroom and I have the computer set up on my bedside table and the keyboard and mouse on my lap and I'm holding the microphone and it's like sometimes you just got to get scrappy with things if you want to get shit done. But the reason was I just got rid of a couch out of my podcasting room or my, my study room and it's led to a very, very echoey environment in there. So I'm going to have to do something, but I wanted to get this podcast out. And so I thought I would do the best MacGyvering that I could possibly do to get this podcast recorded. If I didn't put them on YouTube, you know, I'd probably be able to record this with like a sheet over my head, which helps with soundproofing but I have to put this on the YouTubes. So here we are in my bedroom, but I'm very, very excited for this episode today, diving into a bit of a rant to kick us off. And then I'm going to get into how are we going to plan out our whole year and set our goals that we're actually going to hit uh, for 2022. I did chuck it out there that this was going to be an option for a podcast at the end of the last year. And I think I did the top lessons we learned instead. And so I thought this would be a really, really good time to kick into goal setting. But before that, let's jump into the rant. Now, the rant is going to be about trusting ourselves. And I'll give you a little bit of back, a background on why this rant has come into my mind today. And I think it has been building for a long time. So what we're seeing in the space on social media, at least what I'm seeing in the bubble of what I, uh, you know, like and follow and comment and who I'm following. So most of my clients, a lot of my clients, friends, that kind of thing. And of course, fitness influences and all those sorts of things. I'm seeing a lot of black and white, lots of two sides in terms of some people are saying you need to, you know, Gary V culture, hustle culture, be very productive, get shit done. If you don't, basically you're just kidding yourself and you're a loser. And then the other side of the fence is no, we really need to listen to ourselves and we need to take rest and we need to, we don't always need to be productive and it's okay to not set goals. It's okay to not really be working towards anything. It's okay to just be. And the reason why, I shouldn't call it around, the reason why I wanted to talk about this topic is because I think that there is, a big piece of this missing, which actually just comes back to self-trust. 
So I can understand where the hustle culture people are coming from. I can understand that that really does help motivate people to get shit done and live lives that they are really significantly happy with. I've been talking about this book recently called Strive. I've actually mentioned it a number of times, but in this book called Strive, the author, and his name escapes me at this point in time, but he he was discussing the research done on people's satisfaction levels with their lives, and I believe it was actually overall happiness as well. For those people who are consistently striving to produce outcomes and it can be anything it can be sporting it can be work it can be family it can be financial it can be anything compared to those who aren't striving for anything and he learned that those who are striving for something are typically more happy and more satisfied with their life than those who are not and this is one of those um, reasons why you know above a certain level of finances extra income doesn't actually add to people's happiness right and this is, a, this is a great example. It's like we need to be constantly striving because when everything really is easy and we're on, on autopilot or cruise control, things actually can be quite boring. Now, there's, there's another side to this hustle culture thing and, and that's, the other, that's the other thing you guys would hear me speak a lot on nuance and there's not only like one or two sides for each of these things, um, you know, the hustle culture side or the just rest side. There are obviously lots and lots of different viewpoints and people can take away a lot of great things from both of these sides. But, of course, um, in terms of the, uh, the hustle culture message, for someone who is really sitting there really unhappy every, you know, all day, every day, hearing a voice saying, come on, get up off your butt and set a goal and strive to achieve it can actually really, really be beneficial. So there's going to be a certain set of population who that message resonates with. Now, in terms of the other side of the coin, so we're sort of at the other end of the spectrum, which is like, you know, don't do too much, don't push yourself too hard, rest when you need a rest and all those sorts of things. I agree. Again, it's going to be really beneficial for some people. Now, why am I, why is this on my mind? Why am I speaking about it? Why did I say it was going to be a rant? Is because the woman that I coach, and that is you guys uh, who's listening, even if I'm not coaching you, uh, I think you're obviously attracted to my content. If you're attracted to my content, you're going to be really similar to the woman that I coach, which is typically high A, high achiever. Sometimes they fall into the all or nothing mindset, although maybe often they fall into the all or nothing mindset. They're often thinking what they're doing isn't enough. What they're doing isn't good enough. And sometimes this can cause procrastination. It can be like, uh, what, do, what do you call it? Like um, stage fright. You don't do anything because there's just too much overwhelm and anxiety about what's happening potential for failure, all those sorts of things that nothing happens. So I understand that potentially probably the just rest, listen to your body message is probably going to be resonating to a lot more of you than the hustle culture message. But I want to come in with a totally different way of looking at both of these messages. And it's not even saying let's go in between. The way I'm looking at this is, so many of us, and this is me included, and I'm just getting better at this now, we're looking to outsiders and we're being significantly influenced by outsiders when it comes to 
giving us a permission slip to hustle or to rest because we are lacking self-trust. When we don't trust and we don't feel safe in ourselves that we can be trusted to make the right decision for us, we're going to look to outside, to the external for validation of what we want to do, which might be I need to start working 16-hour days to get to X, Y, Z, or I need to do these you know, competitions or whatever, or it could be the flip side, I've been working like a crazy person, I've been hitting my macros for tea, I've been doing steps to the tea, I've been doing all my sessions, but I'm really fucking burnt out and I need to relax. So we look to external sources to validate what we need, what we want. And I am here to say we none of us need a permission slip. None of us need to be told by anyone else what to do. And I've, I'll be really honest here a lot of my coaching is telling my clients that they need to break or that they need to fucking come on, pull up your socks and get shit done. It's actually very rarely pull up your socks and get shit done. It does happen. But often it's actually me saying to my clients, yes, you're making amazing progress. Look at the data. Like look at the data. You're making great progress. Yes, we need to pull back a bit on you being so anal when it comes to tracking your macros or whatever it is, right? But the piece that is missing is the self-trust. And how do we get there? How do we get to a place where it's like, I don't need to go to my coach for a permission slip anymore to take a break. I'm going to tell my coach in this week's check-in, yo, I think it's going to be best off if I take the next three days off training and then, you know, it is what it is, get back to it. Or I'm going to tell my coach, I'm ready for a really fucking mammoth training block, the next training block, let's fucking go, right? What a cool place to be in when we can actually make those decisions because we know what's happening internally. Okay, so how do we start to do this? You've got to have your values set out. You've got to know how it is you want to show up. And that's the difference between values and goals, right? Goals is something that we're working towards. Once we hit it, we can tick it off and we're going to move on to the next thing. But you can have a consistent value across multiple goals, across multiple years in your life. And yes, values can change too. But if we hold values, it it directs us, it tells us, it basically gives us a story of how we're going to show up, how we can manage when things don't go to plan right? How we manage times where we need to rest, how we can manage times when we think we are actually ready to go. Your values are your North Star. North Star? Or is it um, (laughs) something about a compass? I don't know. You know what I mean? They're your shining star that you need to follow. Okay. So my message today, this little rant today is When you get an inkling for something, go inwards and ask questions and listen to yourself and start practicing trusting yourself. 
And this could be with so many other things, but just say, you know, you are working with a coach, even just say you're working alone rather than looking to XYZ influencer. Well, she's doing this at the moment. Well, she's, you know, taking um, a little break. So maybe I should take a break too, or she stopped tracking her macro. So I should stop too. Or she started doing something. So I'm going to do that too. How about we, we stop with that? We stop taking external cues and we actually ask ourselves internally, what do I need right now? What aligns with my values and what do I need? And come back to self-trust. There is no right answer. Remember that. You can't always predict what's going to happen in life because it is, by definition, it is uncertain. So you're never going to get anything wrong. There is always consequences to all of our decisions. And, and the word consequences, I think, does have a negative connotation. I don't mean that. I mean that for every choice we make, of course, there, there's just consequences, whether they're good or bad or perceived however you would like. We can't control outcomes, right? We cannot control outcomes. What we can do is make sure we know who the fuck we are, how we want to show up in life, and then every decision and every word that comes out of our mouth can be in alignment with those things. And when it is, it doesn't matter what the world is doing. It doesn't matter what the, um, the vacuums are that we're seeing on social media of thought. You know, everyone else is going left, so I'm going to go left too. Um, no. What if it's your life's mission to go right? Are you just going to go left because everyone else is? That's what the cool people are doing? No, we're going to walk to the beat of our own drum. So what we can do is just be in a way that consistently aligns with, aligns with what we value and exactly how we want to show up. This is how we can hold our head high. This is how we can sleep at night. This is, this is how we can make sure that we can 100% stand by absolutely every single action and word that comes out of our mouth, every single action that we take and every single word that comes out of our mouth, we can ask ourselves, is this in alignment with my integrity? Yes, it is. Okay, then I can take the rest, you know. I'm seeing a lot of people at the moment who are down and out with um, COVID, they're unwell and panicking over certain things. And, of course, you know, this, again, it's multifactorial. It's like, well, what do we think about um, what do we know about muscle loss? If we know it doesn't happen in you know, a week, we're going to be more rest assured, right? If we have a high degree of or a decent uh, body image, we have high self-worth, high self-esteem, then, of course, again, we're probably not going to be worried about being out for a few days. But in those last few days where you're starting to recover and you're like, should I go to the gym? Should I not as well? It's like come back to the internal and ask ourselves what we need to do. It also ties into the next part of this podcast, which is going to be about goal setting, which is like, well, you know, what, what sort of goals should I set for this year? Should I set ambitious goals? Should I set small goals? Should I set no goals? And should I just take some time out? And again, you might be swayed by what you're seeing online, what you're seeing influencers do. And I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to come back to your true north and do what is right for you because it can look very, very different for different people. And I've been in that position before where I've done things or set goals or set targets and there might be lots of internal shame about doing it and they're not authentic to me. And then I move down the track and I'm like, shit, none of it was ever a waste of time. I never see these things as a waste of time because I think they're always 
learning curves. But I think in terms of our own self-esteem, our self-efficacy, our self-determination, motivation, which is actually something that I'm going ham on in the Shred Face course at the moment. I'm actually talking a lot about motivation. I think a lot of people just dismiss it. But then I started reading into a lot of the theories of motivation and I started to realize we can actually build a framework to make it more likely that you are motivated every single day to get up and do the things that you need to do. And then, like I said, if there are days that you need to pull back a bit, you can do them with the utmost confidence because you trust yourself, because you trust yourself. You know that that is what you need and that is going to help you be more, quote-unquote, productive in the future. So that's my rant. I just wanted to finish off on that. And I think it is really, really important. Like if there is a phrase for me that I am living by this year, it's going to be leaning into self-trust. So let's talk about goals and planning for the rest of the year. Now, I want to caveat this. This isn't a full-on mindset lecture. Again, I do these kinds of things within the Glam Body program, in growth phase and in shred phase. So if you wanted to do this with me, those are the available avenues to get in and do this kind of work with me. But what I thought I would do is if you have, and I'm primarily going to go with aesthetic goals here. And I know, you know what, maybe this is out of fashion and people are all talking about performance. I think performance is absolutely amazing. We should set performance goals, but fuck, it is okay to have aesthetic goals as well. It is okay. Yes, you know what, focusing on performance is going to be the gateway to an aesthetic goal. Like we have to have amazing performance to get the aesthetic goal as a byproduct, but we can still have them. We can still have the overarching goal being our physique. Yes, it's going to take performance to get us there, but I just want to, I'm just going to chuck that out there. This is a physique based goal setting guide, right? So you've got your, you've got your idea in your head, hopefully of what you want to achieve short term. Most people have something in mind about what they want to achieve short term. What we want to do is I want you to think bigger picture. I want you to zoom out for a bit, something like three to five years, and I want you to think, okay, your physique that you've got now, just put your short-term goal aside for a little bit. What's the long-term goal? So if you could have any kind of, you know, version of you, what would that be physique-wise? Would it be just a little bit of fat loss? Would it be just a little bit of muscle mass increase? Or would it be a combination of the two? Or would it be you're absolutely super happy with your physique and it would actually be that longer-term goal is literally just to maintain exactly what you've got. So I think you'll probably fit into one of those that four categories, right? So you know where you're going long-term. And the reason why I'm saying that is we need to have that in our head um, whilst we're setting these shorter-term goals because it can influence um, how we choose to go about these shorter-term goals, which ones we choose, and then the kinds of potentially training that we're engaging in as well, right? So we've got something immediate. So I would say within three months, we want to have a goal that's going to happen in three months. It could be really short-term. It could be four weeks. It could be eight weeks. 12 weeks, whatever, but we've got our shorter term goal and then we're knowing where we're actually moving to in years ahead, okay? So 
I've got some examples. I've made some notes. I've got some examples. So it could be like, well, my immediate goal right now is to build muscle, but in the longer term, I want to retain that muscle, but also lose body fat. It's actually very close to home um, with what I was am doing. So I've just spent since August 2020 mostly at maintenance arena surplus building muscle. So I wanted to build muscle longer term. And then I want to be able to retain that muscle mass and loosen body fat. So that was pretty much me. That was a personal example. Or it could be fat loss is actually my immediate goal, but longer term, I want to sustain the fat loss and build muscle. Or it could be a performance goal, purely performance, nothing to do with aesthetics. I said to you, I'll keep this um, this podcast uh, fairly based on physique. But of course, you know, not everyone listening to this is going to have physique goals. It may just be performance. That's fine. You can use that too. Um, or like I said, it could actually be you're super, super happy and your goal is to maintain it. Now, of course, the cool thing with physique and performance and all of that kind of stuff with what we're doing here is this isn't like a lot of things where you can, once you get there, you can set and forget. It's kind of like I was talking the other day, kind of like compound interest. You could put down a lump sum and just leave that and let that lump sum grow without further adding to it and it will still grow, right? But with our physique, with health, with performance goals, it ain't work like that. Uh, If you leave something for too long, like you don't tend to it at all, it's going to go away. So even if you did want to maintain exactly the physique and even the performance that you've got now, just say you don't even care about building muscle, you don't even care about lifting heavier or anything like that, again, it's totally fine, but you're still going to have to do those things to maintain that. And I think a lot of people maybe don't think about that. And that's why we talk about creating a lifestyle because if you get somewhere that you're really happy with, it's totally cool if you just want to maintain it, but you have to build all of the habits that you've been engaging and to get to this place into a lifestyle so you can continue moving forward. All right, so that's what I want you to have in mind, shorter-term goals, longer-term goals, and the research that I looked into when it comes to motivation is actually that they need to be very specific, they need to, they need to be worded in the positive so, so we, you know, we know what we're working towards and it's a positive thing like, um, yeah, it's a positive thing. And then... We also need to make sure that that it is shorter term because the research suggests that we're going to be more likely to continue to persist and to put in effort when we're looking at shorter term goals versus longer term goals. And that changed my mind a little bit because I've always thought I'd do pretty good like personally in terms of longer term goals, um, but that might not be the norm for most people. For most people, we're going to need something fairly immediate. Okay, then what we're going to do is I want you to write out 1 to 12 and draw boxes around those. Basically, it's going to be your calendar. I mean, you could get a calendar too <laughs> with that has, you know, boxes of months, but I just want this to all be on one page so you can see it. Like I need this to be an overview of the year. So in your 12 boxes there, you're going to start planning the overall intention of each month. What's going to be the overall intention of each month? You could say goal, intention, it's whatever, right? We just need to have a direction. That's probably a better word, direction for each of those 12 blocks, okay? And some of them can be overlapping. But for example, if we were going to go, you know what, I my shorter-term goal is fat loss, then I wanted to maintain that level of fat loss and build muscle mass. You might go, okay, so from January, February, March, maybe even into April, 
um, each of those boxes. So box one to four, you're going to write fat loss. And then in box five, you might write maintenance. And then in box six to 12, you might write surplus. Or for someone, you're just going to do the first, you know, three to four months of fat loss. And then actually the rest of the year is going to be maintenance calories. Now, Typically, this is just as an aside, this wasn't actually meant to be part of it, but just as an aside, I've started, excuse me if you heard that, but I just dropped my mouse, but I have started to label maintenance calorie phases, performance phases, because I think if we hear the word maintenance, uh, so often people hear the word maintenance and they think it means I'll just maintain everything in the gym and motivation goes down, mojo goes down and things are a bit lackluster and we get lost and potentially everything, you know, the, the wheels fall off the wagon. So if we focus on, if, if you do have maintenance calorie phases, you might actually want to call them performance because especially if your goals, like I said, was building muscle mass, we're going to have to make sure that we are focusing on, you know, progressive overloading and pro- proximity to failure and specific exercises that we want to use to build uh, muscle in the target areas that we're trying to build. So you're going to have to have those focus for those performance months. So it kind of makes sense to me to have uh, performance as the as the intention the overall direction of those months and potentially even instead of writing like deficit calories just write fat loss it's it's a little bit better of an over uh, of an overview intention of it right so once we have that you can now see where you're going for the next 12 months and it's not like a lot of people have in the head like i just want to lose body fat and we just think about our that immediate and this is why at the start of this i got you to think five years down the track right so if you have a successful fat loss phase in 12 weeks that's your only goal what the fuck are you gonna do after that like have you even thought of it and what happens to so many people is we don't have that much trouble losing body fat we do have a lot of trouble maintaining the fat loss that the fat that has been lost over time and I think there's again multiple reasons why this happens but I think one of them is not having a plan and not knowing what you're going to do for each phase and again you know this is where I've read you don't have to be in a phase all the time blah 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 you don't of course you don't and we can have a look at each individual what their specific needs are like in a performance phase there's going to be people who are going to want to track their macros. There's going to be people who want to stick to a strict meal plan. There's going to be people who want to uh, not track macros and eat mindfully, right? There's going to be a lot of different spectrum. And I just don't want to get so caught in that, you know, performance means X, Y, Z when it fucking doesn't. And the overall intention is, say, if your overall intention in your performance phase is building muscle mass, there are a few things that we need to do to ensure that. But outside of that, there is there are lots of variables. And again, I'm going into another rant, but this is one of the reasons why I did create shred phase. I did create growth phase. And with my online coaching, the Glam Body uh, Program, I have an education portal. It's so people can start to see that there are lots of different options that we can choose within these specific goals. Uh, that's going to suit any individual coming to us yes okay there are principles and I go through the principles in each of like growth phase shred phase whatever I go through the principles so you know okay so this is what I have to do but within this these are the variables that I can adjust or the parameters that I can work within to suit myself okay so yeah I think overall and I've been harping on about this for a long time now 
But overall, I think rather than always constantly looking at these things like black and white is like getting curious. And this is my goal. Like, what are my options within this goal? Like, how can I train? How can I eat? How can I recover? Like, what are my options? Rather than being like, oh, so-and-so said, you know, in a fat loss phase, I have to track my macros. So I have to track my macros. Uh, that brings me up, brings me to something really interesting the other day was I had two clients in a row who were like, you know what, tracking macros kind of like sucks having to do it every single day. But I found I eat the same things all the time. So is it okay if I don't actually like put into my app every single day, but I just eat off? It's kind of like a meal plan. And it's like, of course, of course, that is absolutely totally fine, right? And I think sometimes that we get pigeonholed like, oh, if we're going to do this goal, it's got to be done like this. And it absolutely doesn't. There's lots of different things we can do. And it's like, you know, I used to be the kind of person who was really talking down about meal plans, how bad they were. And it's like, you know what, I am, some people benefit from, some people do really well with meal plans. Okay. It just is what it is. And maybe you don't like, like maybe I don't like, I'm talking about myself in the third person here. Maybe I don't like it, but that doesn't fucking matter because a client may benefit from it. Right. So I don't do meal plans. I don't do meal plans, just an asterisk there. I can refer you to someone who does if you want to one, but I don't, I don't do them. Uh, but they, they work for some people. So, you know, if, if we have this underlying knowledge of the fundamental principles of training and nutrition and managing our health in general, then we know what we can start to move within. We know what matters and what doesn't matter. And I think it gives us a whole lot of power. So this kind of, I kind of shifted away for a second there from the um, overall topic, but I think that that was useful. So pretty much what I'm saying is when you're looking at setting your physique goals for the rest of the year, have a think about longer term as well and have a think of just say you were really excited for a growth phase or a shred phase or whatever you're going to do. Think about the other months too. Make sure you planned out the other months. And this makes it very, very easy for you to break each month down, to review each month one at a time, reflect on what's working, what's not, change things up. You know, you might stick this on your fridge so you know what's happening um, in each time. This, this is a really good way to book holidays. Like, you, honestly, you might book holidays around this stuff. Like, for some people, they're going to want to do a shred phase and go on a holiday. For other people, they might, they, you know, they couldn't have thought of anything worse and they'll actually want to be on a holiday during a performance phase because they know they have more flexibility. So, again, make it work for you. I hope this was really helpful. And first of all, just reminding you to start practicing self-trust, start coming inwards instead of constantly going outwards for validation, for permission slips. And then, of course, making sure that you've got your year set up and you know exactly what your intentions are for each month and being really, really strong in them and making sure you don't get sidetracked by shiny ball syndrome and you're staying true to what is important for you so i'm going to end this podcast here if you resonate with either of them i would super super appreciate if you could screenshot the podcast that you're listening to if you could tag fit and free podcast if you could tag at amy louise coaching it really helps me a lot with this podcast of course this is something that i'm doing for free giving away free information because i love it and i want to help as many women as possible but it really helps support the program the, the show it, and it helps support me and it helps of course get this message out to more and more women that you know what there's more than one ways to skin a cat we can make our lifestyle we can make our training and nutrition work for us all right guys over and out